And welcome to the Open Mic Podcast. Chris Evans, Phil Nichols with you. Episode number four. Good week. And uh, uh, Phil, I got some feedback. Uh, we were not able to do a podcast last week and had a few people asking about where you, where's the show at? I said, Phil's work schedule got in the way. Well, no, it was actually censorship got in the way, but censorship told I had to be nice. What do you mean by censors? You call it censorship. I call it feedback. I we're right. Yeah, we just have different opinions on what it yeah. is. So uh, you, you take the feedback, you analyze it. and Never been real good at that. <laughs> <laughs> feedback is always good, and uh, we, pre- we appreciate around. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, Phil, there's a lot of stuff going on. And uh, before we get started, we, we are actually streaming for the first time at Facebook Live for our audience and on YouTube Live. Um, of course, uh, we, we, we upload this to all of our podcast platforms as well. This is more of a, an audio deal than a visual deal. But, uh, right now, um, YouTube, as far as Guthrie news page is concerned, uh, a new door opened, a whole bunch of nice features opened up for Guthrie news page on YouTube. So I'm trying to move everybody, not going to happen to move everybody, but I'd like to move everybody over to YouTube. So if you go to, uh, youtube.com backslash Guthrie news page be sure to click to subscribe hit that bell for notifications uh there's a lot more fun features on youtube it's a video platform so there's obviously gonna be more video stuff over there so um i think we've been able to add like 40 subscribers in the last week just trying to get more people over there uh because when we broadcast all of our uh, guthrie athletics and and parades and all that good stuff i'd like to have more people over on the youtube side than the Facebook side. The YouTube has more features, as I, I said ago, but Facebook, that's where most of the people are. That's where the most engagement right. is. Right. Uh, everyone has a Facebook account. Not everybody has a YouTube account. Right. But you remember when you fired me at a parade once? But if you have a Google account, it's really... You remember that? <laughs> you fired you, me. Hold on. Let me get the, uh, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> if you have a Google account, it's real easy to, uh, to uh, you sign into YouTube with your Google account, and then you can subscribe. Very and aggressively, stuff. too. But yeah, yeah, that was a... Uh, that was funny. What was that? Eight, eight nine years <laughs> eight, ago? Eight, nine years ago. <laughs> I said, Phil, hold on to the camera and, and just move it back and forth. You know, that, we weren't commentating on that. Well, you started commentating. <laughs> I hope you think so. And it cost me about 30 minutes of editing. <laughs> it was at the tail end of the parade. Oh, we were so good, and then you start awesome. talking. It was great. Was that live? It was. It was oh. good stuff. Uh, coming up here in a matter of moments, we'll, have, uh, we'll test Phil and his uh, music trivia. We're doing that again. Doing huh? that again. I, what genre? Um, it's kind of a mix. A mix. A mix. Okay. As long as it's heavy rap, I'll be all right. Right, right, right. So if Phil gets it right, you'll hear this. Like that. And when Phil is wrong. It's a little harsh. All right. So we'll have that here coming up here in a, in a little bit. First thing, uh, the first topic I want to get into here is the radio jobs, Phil. Um, Tyler Media, iHeart Music, or iHeart Radio. Yep. Uh, Cumulus had a little bit of radio layoffs mm. uh, affecting mostly like the Oklahoma City radio stations, uh, the Twister, the franchise, right. all that good stuff. But uh, they're cutting costs, cutting people, cutting jobs. It's more uh, computer driven uh, as almost a lot of stuff is. I mean, there were some teams that have been together for years yeah. that are no more. And uh, the one I think of is um, the guys that started over in Stillwater. Sam Mays and Kobe Daniels. Kobe Daniels and Sam made the cut and Kobe didn't. 
and you know Sam's obviously a little more of the bigger personality and the bigger name, mm-hmm. you know, because of his playing days at Oklahoma State. But yeah, it's a, that industry, the newspaper industry, there's just a lot of changes yeah. out there. A lot of things changing. Like uh, Bill Reed over at KXXY, yeah. he was there forever. Uh, the Frito on KJ103 was there for a little yeah. for a while. Jack Elliott was on KOKC. Uh, let him go after a year. The one I was kind of surprised, and I, probably because it's the one I actually do listen to a little bit, was uh, Mac Mullins and Chad Alexander on yeah. KOKC Radio because yeah. uh, they talk polit- you know, local politics, yeah. the legislature, mostly state stuff. And it, it's a show, I think it's three, it was on three to five. And it was actually nice to go over there. You know, I watch, you know, nerd alert here, I watch a little bit of the session. And you can read some articles, but it's always nice to hear. People talking about it. they bring yeah. they brought in guests you know Gary Mize uh, has been on that show quite a bit uh, Governor St- all of them have been on there so it was nice to hear uh, them talk about it, but they they were let go and that's the one show I kind of kind of liked I think it's just you know it's like anything it's driven by what the advertisers tend to want because I mean that's how they make their money and you know I mean I think on the political side a lot of people probably staying away from that because it's politics yeah I mean you know and sometimes you just don't want to be associated with if you're in a public, if you're a business, and most people don't want to talk politics because it can hurt them. Yeah, you know. And yeah. So it's well, it's feeling. yeah. And as far as the radio jobs, I mean, t- to be honest with you, I don't listen to KXXY for this person or this person. You just kind of go to the those, and a lot of people don't even listen to radio. Now there is a spot. I still, I still truly believe there is a spot for local radio, like yeah. uh, in Altus and Stillwater and Woodward and Alva, uh, Miami, um, yeah. Oak Mulgee. I think there is still a place. Well, we for, used to have a station here locally. Yeah, a long, a long time ago in yeah. Guthrie. Yeah, yeah, a little AM station. It's yeah. um, still but, isn't, it, isn't it? The tower is still going. It's still going. Yeah, fourteen ninety. Yeah, um, it's. Uh, I think the Christian group. Yeah, uh, Jimmy Swagger. Swagger said has it or out yeah. of Missouri. So. Yeah. Yeah, but um, I still think those those still has a local feel there, right? But right. again, I'm not going to the twister well, do, to hear do, this person. But do, does the average person out there really care? About, I mean, I don't, listen. Anytime somebody loses their livelihood, it's everybody should care. Sure, I mean, it's yeah. sad, but I'm just saying, set the human the human aside element aside for a second. Does anybody really care who's the DJ or who's doing it? That's what that's what I was talking about. Like. I, in Oklahoma City, where there's yeah. nine hundred thousand a mi- yeah. million people, I don't know what it is, but but in Altus, local radios because they carry your high school football games, they carry yeah. basketball games, they yeah. carry baseball games, they carry everything, everything, yeah. whatever it is. So there's yeah. that, so that's why I still think there's a, a spot for local radio. I think it's going to be done more and more though the way that we're doing it, Chris. To be quite honest, oh no, there's no doubt. You know, I mean, that's going to be how how that's who's going to survive, and and I know everybody, you know thanks because of your obvious wealth that you're getting rich doing this, but it's, you know, a lot of hard work goes into just trying to put things together to get the sponsors in a small community so that you can afford to do this. Here's the other thing. And we'll use Kobe Daniels and, and Sam Mays as an example. Yeah. They, if they, if they started a podcast together, right. I would, and if that's what I want to listen to, I would still be able to find them. And to be honest with you, they can go out and get their own advertisers and have and have sponsorships there, and it's on their time. It's a little bit easier, 
and they don't have management, and, right. and you can now you have to now go. The to tough the, thing is you got to go find the business. You got to go find the business. That's the uh, that's yeah. the tough deal. And that's I've had that argument with people in a variety of industries that don't necessarily have to go find their own business. And when they start complaining about how tough it is to run the organization, it's like, well, you don't have to do the toughest thing, which is get the money. You know, if the money is just there for you, now it's just a math equation. And, you know, because that is the toughest part of business is finding the clients. Yeah, absolutely. So, so Followed secondly by getting them to pay. Right. <laughs> no, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. So it's not an easy thing. All right. Well, I, was, I definitely want to talk about that. Yeah. As we move on to another subject, our, our video has frozen, but the audio is still working okay. and we're recording here. So okay. uh, you can still send your comments uh, and questions on there if you want to get those on the uh, on the show here in a little bit. But uh, uh, the main thing you, is you can still hear us. And uh, moving that webcam into a USB extender, it does not like the USB extender. Right. So, no, no. But, again, this is not really a video type deal right. anyway. So, okay, moving on to – uh, the Super Bowl. Hmm. Halftime show, commercials. I saw the halftime show after the fact. Um, I, I don't watch the NFL. as I think it's well documented. But but um, when I heard all the hoobah, um, went back and looked at it. Um, you know, I, it's not my cup of tea. You know, I mean, I, I mean listen, I... <laughs> I put this uh, as a question on yeah. Facebook. Yeah. Got their news page Facebook. Is it split fifty fifty. Well, I really haven't looked at the comments because there's yeah. like almost three hundred comments on yeah. on that deal. Yeah. People care more about that than the fact they didn't let Folds of Honor run an ad. The NFL didn't during the Super Bowl, which is kind of ironic in my opinion. But but I I think there's for me the whole challenge I have with it is it didn't seem appropriate if there were small kids and there's likely small kids. I've talked to several people that said they had their grandkids or their children step out away from the TV when it was on or something, you know, and I, and I get it. It's dancing. I mean, I'm not, you know, God, anybody that knows me knows I'm not a prude, but I just, not my cup of tea. Now we'll say this. I mean, how how awesome did both those ladies look at age fifty and forty some years 43. old? I mean, I mean they're I mean incredibly talented individuals. I'm not stating that. I, um, what I the other thing I found out is the the children sitting in those little pods were supposed to be representative of children being in jail at the border. Oh, really? So yeah. So there's there's this whole <laughs> political thing behind it that nobody's talking about. Yeah. You know, just like. Uh, what are the what's uh, what's Beyonce's husband's name? Uh, Jay Z. Jay Z and Beyonce set their butts down during the national anthem. You have a right to do that. I have a right to think you're disrespectful and rude and entitled when you do it. Um, but it's just so that's all those reasons why there's myself and I know a lot of other people still aren't supporting the NFL because it's like they they just don't get it. But but it's you know what I don't blame them for not changing because nobody's making them change it. So so, so. if. It, to me, Jay Z sits down. I, it doesn't matter if Jay Z sits down or Bill right. Monahan from Derby, Kentucky sits down. I don't. It, care, it, it matters to me because it's disrespectful. But, no, I'm just saying I don't care if his name's Jay Z or right. Bill Montgomery. No, why are you doing it? it, it why? Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just what, what's what's the point you're trying to make? It's it's like it's some great sacrifice for you to sit on your butt. Well, and Jay Z's part of the NFL no, or something with that. Jay Z's a front. He's a front runner. But uh, he's a joke. But I mean, he he tries to act so hard. I always laugh. These guys are try to act so hard, and they're, and they're living in their thirty thousand square foot home, and 
people chauffeuring them around and everybody telling them how wonderful they are and how perfect they are. And I mean, they wouldn't know what hard was if they're, if it hit them in the face. I mean, it's, it's a joke. Um, it's yeah, it was, uh, but, uh, going back to the halftime show, I mean, there's, I, I would, is there a lot of pole dancing classes being taken up now? I don't know. <laughs> that seems like good exercise. I mean, work your upper body. Yeah, it was uh, the the outfits were a little. Uh, well, I mean, there was a lot of. I mean, you know, listen, I'm a 53 year old man. There's nothing on there that shocked me. Oh no, but, no, but, no, but no! As a 53 year old man, I'm looking at it going, it almost comes across, especially for J Lo, like they were just trying way too hard. You know what I mean? Right, just trying right. way too hard. I mean, I, I don't. To me, that's just it's 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 funny because. They're just, they're just trying way too hard. It's just, I mean, that's how I see it now. Beautiful women, all that. I mean, you know, talented. Yeah, I agree with all that, but just trying way too hard to be relevant. You know, there's always that discussion that women, women, women's men shouldn't be doing all this to women's body. And here they are. Well, it's a little hard shaking. Why are you looking at me? I don't know, Shakira. Why am I looking at you? Right, right. You know, J-Lo, why are you objectifying me? I don't know, J-Lo. Yeah. I mean, it might have something to do with your crotch in the camera right now. I don't that know. little strip of clothing <laughs> that just—I don't know why I'm looking at you. I mean, it's a joke. So I just think it's—I think it's hilarious. Personally, I mean, it's, it's sad. They, they're trying too hard because a lot of people you know, get—you know, a lot of people get excited for the Super Bowl game, yeah. but then there's a I, maybe more. You get even more excited for the halftime show then because that's the big deal. You know, the, in my opinion, the greatest halftime show ever. Uh, truly, I, I tell you, a lot of people love the Prince one. That's mine. Yeah, yeah. And I don't even think it's close. Yeah, it was the most incredible. I mean, it's pouring down rain, and this guy's just ripping it apart. Right, right. right. I mean, of course, I think Prince is probably the greatest entertainer ever to live. But, but he was. But to me, that was so entertaining. I have found it funny. Some of the stuff I've seen on social media is showing the picture. I guess was it last year, Adam Levine. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Again, I don't didn't watch it, but Maroon Five lead singer. He had his shirt off or something. Yep. I did. I thought it was comical. Some guys saying, "Well, you didn't think this was objectifying last year, but you're sure upset about these hot women dancing." Around. Yeah, all the all the women were like, "He's he took his shirt <laughs> yeah. off and tattoos all over," and then, yeah. and then they love Beyonce and it's just fun or not Beyonce, but yeah, I got it. Yeah, yeah. it's just. It's just so funny there, or they're, or they're, or they're upset because they think the women this year was just horrible. The last year they thought Adam Levine, that was that. Well, they love that. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's, <laughs> this uh, is what I do know for a fact. Ain't nobody going to watch me take my shirt off. So it doesn't matter. Yeah. Right. I mean, and most 50 year old women don't, can't do what JLo did on a poll, nor would they want to. <laughs> so it's just, it's, you know, it's just a whole lot to do about nothing. And it, and it, no one's talking about their songs or music. They're, well, they were all, all they were all twenty years old. Yeah, I mean, maybe that's the target audience. That Pepsi and that NFL, all that's I, that's the target audience. I think halftime shows are all about shock value. They're all they've all yeah. became about what can we do that's going to shock somebody. I think that's what the whole NFL is trying to be right now to a certain level. Because there was a thirty-five second delay tape delay this year. Thirty-five seconds delay this year. And I think it was just to. Make sure there was anything. Oh, there was a delay. Well, thirty. Yeah, I'm longer than normal. Oh, okay. I saw a thing on social media. Janet Jackson. No one's talking about me anymore. <laughs> yeah. Well, oh, I won't say exactly what the the thing said, but uh, but I just, I just, I mean, don't you think it's, don't you think they were, it, it came across like them trying too hard? 
to yeah, be yeah. But to be I mean it's I just felt like they were trying to be as shocking as possible. That was their whole spill. Right, but I mean when when NFL and Pepsi said we want these two. That it's what they what got. You're gonna get. That's what no, you're gonna get. No, I mean, what was who was it last year that said? Yeah, that's what I'm trying to think. Who was it that said that you 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 pay for? Oh no, it was Snoop Dogg at Snoop Kansas. Dogg. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, you 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 hire Snoop Dogg, you gonna get Snoop Dogg. <laughs> <laughs> you hire Snoop Dogg, you gonna get Snoop Dogg. So, I mean, it's it is what it, and that's a great point. I mean, it's you. What did they expect to do? Come out there and sing? You know. Christian hymns, right, know? right, right. It's what you're I going mean, to get. So, so, I, is, so yeah. you know, Shakira and and J Lo. It's not their fault. They no. they were hired to do what they do. No, listen, I it's don't. What they do? Yeah, more power to them. I don't. That's, and I'm sure. I'm sure if NFL and Pepsi did not like the outfits, they would have said you do something else. Them. Yeah. But, so, but the but to me, the funniest thing of all this is what are we doing right now? We're talking about it, which is what the whole name of the game is. Yes. Yeah, yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. And so. They win again, yeah. right? I mean, and that's okay. I mean, it's that's that's. I mean, listen, if you're all about free enterprise and people going out and doing their hustle and getting paid for it, you can't hate on these people because no. that's all they're doing, right? I mean, and but I always get a chuckle out of the people that like. And you and I have had a lot of conversations about Kobe passing and the other eight folks, you know, his daughter included, and seven other folks. And, they weren't as famous, and obviously that's why people always bring up Kobe first. And I don't know why people get so angry. It's like people don't know that you know that Kobe. They, they're not saying Kobe's the only one that you know died. They're saying that he's the only one that everybody knew, right? Right. You know, and right. Uh, but I think and that, no one but, knew his daughter, but right. but you st- but it's Kobe's daughter, and right, and you see her at the games and the YouTube stuff. But what I think's been interesting on this is we've now gotten to a place in our society where people are trying to outgrieve each other. You know, yeah. I mean, you got people, I think every high school in America has done a 24 second or a 24.2 second or eight second back eight court. second back. I mean, whatever. I mean, and I get it. I mean, I do. I get it. He's a legend. I get it. But I've saw grown men say they didn't know how they were going to move on with their life after this. I mean, yeah. they don't, you don't know them. I'd understand if, like LeBron's obviously very close to Kobe. Sure. You know, Shaq, when Shaq talked, even with all their, you know, they had a rough patch there, but you, it was very obvious they had made up over the years, right? And, right. I mean, I get that because that, they, they love each other. They're friends. I don't understand why what Jim from Crescent, Oklahoma, who's <laughs> never met Kobe, is so distraught over. Yep. I mean, I, I mean, I understand being sad. It is sad. It's horrible. Sure. But to say things like, I don't know how I'm going to be able to go forward. Well, try having a real problem hit your life through Skippy, and then you'll probably figure out how to way to move forward. The uh, the the two things, and and major credit to Kobe's wife, yeah. Vanessa, I think, because yeah. she got a fund going for for the other oh, for the classy. other for the other people, yes. and then I think people are, are adding to that as well. I know I know Shaq's doing something as well. well so and it's and listen, it's horrible. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's horrible for everybody. All these nine lives that were lost. I mean, it's horrible. And, and, you know, you and I talked, you know, I, I was quick to say, well, what about this? And what about that on our personal conversations? Right. Um, you know, thank God men have redemption and, you know, they can change and they can improve their lives and they can do all those things. And boy, you look at all the stuff of Kobe in his later years and by all accounts, it looks like he was a great father, a great husband, a great friend, a great mentor. A great, I mean, you know, he just was 
if anybody was killing life, it seemed like Kobe Bryant was. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And, and so it is, you do, you feel a void because there's a guy that had the, because of his platform, had the ability to impact so many people. Right. Right. Um, so that's always sad, but yeah, his wife, she was first class, what she did this week. And, and, uh, but yeah, you know, it's, it's a little crazy. Yeah. The, um, of course the tragic thing, I'll, I'm not, that's the the front the the thing that we talk about the most. But then uh, the side stuff that we're kind of talking about the the two things that can maybe go huh really um, was Mark, uh, Cuban Mark uh, Mark Cuban the Dallas Mavericks retiring jersey twenty four for the Dallas Mavericks. I don't. That's understand. what I'm getting at when I say people are trying to out grieve each. other. I don't get that. And that was and he did that fairly early. quick. Yeah, well, very, like fairly like quick. the day after or you know I guess you know it's just his way of trying to say that. I mean, there, there's a lot of people that are that are wanting to uh, retire his number from all teams in the back, and I've heard that talked about. And, you know, I mean, that's. Uh, I don't. Uh, yeah, I don't understand that one. So now, let me, let me let me be really clear about this. When Ty, our son died, mm-hmm. I didn't want anybody to ever wear number seventy two again in Guthrie. No, I get that. That's but, Guthrie. But, 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 it'd be like Alva High School no, 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 but, saying. But, but my point is, right. is that that's not even realistic. <laughs> no matter who, because it's it's not, nobody owns that number. Everybody borrows that number. I mean, that's just, I mean, a lot of people can have that number. Right. But I, but I get from a grief standpoint, right, you, you want those kind of things. Um, but with time, you also start thinking a little clearer and realizing that. Uh, Ryan Cotting says the screen is frozen with a nice shot of Phil looking mad. And about the backhand, Chris. Before we get to yeah. that, uh, one one more thing on the Kobe deal. Yes, for me that made me go. Hmm. Yeah, is changing of the NBA logo. They are changing. No, it? no, no. The, some people are wanting the Jerry West logo to go to the Kobe Bryant logo. Well, but this see, this is kind of my whole point. Okay, depending on what generation you were raised in. Okay, when Magic Johnson said the greatest Laker ever about Kobe. I thought that was classy. Mm-hmm. I thought that was unselfish of, of who I think is the greatest Laker ever <laughs> to say it. Right. It, it, it was, I mean, and he's saying it from a position of a guy. I mean, Kobe could have been a son or at least his little brother. Right. Right. Um, but I think for different generations, you know, the you other, know, they're maybe going a little too far, you know, I mean, there's generations out there that would argue Jerry West was the greatest Laker ever to play. There's generations Kareem. out there. Kareem. Um, obviously, Magic. Um, there's several Hall of Famers. Um, so, you know, there was a guy named uh, Wilt Chamberlain played for the for the Lakers for a while. <laughs> so, I mean, there's – so it's just – I get it. And it's I think in it's the classy, moment. I, no, I get It's it. in the moment. It's in the moment. But, I get yeah. So when Michael Jordan dies, do we change the logo again? Well, that's that, that's the point I'm trying to get at. Yeah. Is at some point you just got to realize you can't memorialize everything out there, and that's why I brought up Ty's jersey for uh-huh. me. Is you know in the at, in the moment I didn't want Guthrie to ever play football again. I thought we should all quit playing football. We should all go home. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean it's right. just. But w- when you're grieving, it's un. You don't think logically when you're grieving, and or at least I didn't, and I think most people don't. And but with time comes some grounding and some reality and you start to realize, you know, um, you know, that you, you can't memorialize everything. You know, I mean, I, I think of the, the 
the carving that was done out here of Kale, Pal. And then somebody bought the property and they have to cut the tree down. Yep. I mean, <laughs> you know, I mean, and, and, and now luckily Doug and Nancy ended up with it and they have it and, yep. and all that. But my point being is that you got to be careful of what you do because mm-hmm. it, it, it can really, you know, I mean, it could come back and, and cause bigger pain and bigger problems down the road. But, um, yeah. All right. Uh, again, we're streaming this on Guthrie News page, Facebook live and also on youtube.com live. The, the video has, uh, the video has, has, um, froze and that's because our camera is plugged into a USB extender and the USB extension cable does not like that. So, uh, this is really not a, a, a video type deal. This is our podcast here, episode number four. But, uh, we do invite you, if you're watching this or listening now, now listening to this on Guthrie News Page, Facebook Live, we invite you to go to youtube.com backslash Guthrie News Page and subscribe to that page there. We're going to do a lot more video stuff over there. It's frozen over there right now, but moving forward, uh, we won't yeah. be using this USB deal. So go to you, uh, YouTube.com backslash Guthrie News page. Please subscribe. And if you want to go an extra step, hit the bell to be notified when we go live and all that good stuff because we're going to be doing uh, all of our athletics like we always have and uh, parades and all, all the stuff that we do there because um, you can watch it on your TV and yeah. outside your phone. You can't do that on Facebook Live unless you have Apple TV. So we invite you to go over yeah. there. Um, um, let's talk some youth sports, uh, Phil. Phil, uh, Move on to this topic. Uh, by the way, uh, trouble. Uh, the uh, what's that? <laughs> You're gonna get me in trouble. I'm gonna get you in trouble. <laughs> Youth sports. Um, well, let's start off on a positive note. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We uh, the the ten and under Guthrie YMCA team. Yeah. Uh, playing. We we uh, we won this past Saturday, yeah. Yeah. and we are the number one seed heading into next week's conference tournament. Yeah, and we got an automatic berth into the state tournament. You, you guys are going to walk through that tournament. You're loaded. No. Well, what, really, what's the closest game you've had all year? Closest? Yes. Uh, two weeks ago. Which was how many points? 19 Chris? points. 19 points. Yeah. I'm really concerned you guys aren't going to pull through this. I mean, it's going to be a nip and tuck thing the whole way. Well, The I, one team you played first half was, they were up yeah. by one or uh, tied. We were up by oh. 22-20. Oh, okay. I remember that part. You do remember? I, I don't remember final scores. I remember. I do remember halftime scores but, of those games. But, but with all that being said, really good little squad. A lot of, a lot of good little athletes on that team. Yeah, yeah, they're they're buddies. They're having fun. They're having well. That's that's fun. what makes them good. Is yeah. they love to play. Absolutely. I mean, because because honestly, there's some good little athletes, mm-hmm. but there's nobody on there that's that you're looking at right now at age nine going. They're going to the NBA. Oh, they're going to be a D one player. There's some NBA logos on our team. I can tell you that much <laughs> right now. <laughs> I mean, there's some very very good yeah, little athletes they, they on are. that team. They're buddies. But you know my point. My yeah. point is, is that it's because they love the game so much is why they're having so much success. And uh, the uh, the sixth grade football team here in Guthrie was recognized uh, at their school banquet. They uh, it is kind of impressive. From first grade all the way to sixth grade, they uh, never lost a football game yep. and end up going seventy eight and zero. And so I looked at that and I was like, man, that's really cool. But Seventy-eight and no, that's thirteen games a year. Uh-huh. That is a lot of football games. A lot football. of little league football. They played more games in the varsity. I, I haven't looked it up, but I bet you, I'm pretty sure they played more football games in the varsity football, high school football. Team. Oh, guaranteed you they did in that same time. Sure, frame. yeah, yeah. I promise you they did. But I think that's, <laughs> and this is not just a Guthrie thing. I think that's a reason why football numbers. There's a bunch of reasons football numbers drop are down. when they get older. Yeah, yeah. 
is yeah. that's a lot of games, and that's well. First of all, and you know my position on this. What my, I think it's absolutely lunacy to start playing tackle football in the first second grade. That's just my personal opinion. I'm not saying I have any. <laughs> I, I, that's just me personally. I think it, I think it's crazy. Um, so but, what grade could you, could you guys start playing tackle football when you were growing up? In, seventh grade. In the 80s. Seventh, seventh grade. grade. Where I lived, seventh grade was the first year of tackle football. And see, I grew up um, late 80s, early 90s as far as that age. And yeah. I think ours was. Fifth or sixth? Fifth or sixth. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when we first moved to Guthrie, it was fourth. Okay. Fourth grade was the youngest um, with the Central Oklahoma Little League Football Association. So we're going back 20-some years ago. But um, but when I grew up in, or in Kansas, where I lived, seventh grade was the first year to tackle football. Now, there was a group of parents and dads that we'd go get our pads. And let me tell you, these were the pads that you ordered like through Sears and Roebuck. So they weren't real pads. They were about Half of them were the pretend Roger Staubach pads you got for Christmas. But there would be guys that we would get together and go out and play tackle football with helmets and shoulder pads and stuff. But um, and then we'd play tackle football without helmets and without shoulder pads and stuff. Right, but right. If we wanted to act like a real you know game, we'd all get pads as good as you could and you'd go play. Right. Which was a lot of fun. But but today, man, I mean, everybody's all in. And and I, you know, we were looking at this outstanding group of young men from Guthrie that everybody should be very, very, very proud of them. We're, we both agree with that. Um, I just hope everybody remembers they're just they're little kids right now. Right, a lot of things happen between the ages of seventh grade and you know their sophomore, junior, senior years in high school. A lot of things happen physically. A lot of things happen in life. Um, kids move away. Kids move away. Kids decide football's not their thing. Uh, it just a lot of things happen. Kids don't grow. People go to kids go to work. Kids go to work. I mean, there's just a lot of stuff that happens. I hope none of that affects this group of kids, and I hope that. Gosh darn it, I hope they never lose a football game. I hope we're undefeated all the way through junior high and high school because that would be great for Guthrie. Now, do I think that's going to happen? No. But uh, the other thing we talked about, and this is the part that I knew would get me in trouble, but i got to say this. I'm going to be honest about right. it. Sure. 78-0. We're a 5A school. Right. How big are these schools these kids are playing? I don't know the, I don't know the exact schedule, but I don't, like Dewey – I think they made some trips to Oklahoma. I don't know. They're they're smaller schools. Smaller school. Most of them are smaller schools. Yeah. We should be beating all these schools if they're smaller schools. Right. And the other grades aren't winning 78. So, so right. So you're right. not taking away from. No, you know, I'm not. Ta- no, I'm just saying. But. I'm just saying let's be real. Let's just keep it in perspective. They're not playing Enid. They're not playing right. Edmund. Not playing, not playing the Carl Albert kids or the Dell City kids or the Deer Creek kids. or the, I mean, they're, that's that's not who we're playing. And I'm not trying to take anything away from these kids, but let's just, as, and I'm really talking to the adults, because I've read some of the posts, read some of the comments where you got you got kids in the sixth grade going to be in junior high next year, and there's parents on there already bad-mouthing the high school coaching staff in Guthrie. Right. You know, well, they're going to ruin them. Oh, okay. <laughs> right, All right. right. Yeah. yeah. I feel so sorry for that seventh-grade coach. <laughs> oh, bless their hearts. I mean, who – Whoever's coaching them, the first game they lose may have to move out of town. Absolutely. I Absolutely. mean, and that's the part I'm trying to get at. Yeah. Let's just be realistic. Let's let's enjoy it. Should be proud of the kids because what they've done that's a heck of an accomplishment. But let's keep it grounded with some with some logic here. Okay. 
most, there was a group of kids, what would it have been? They would have graduated two years ago. Was it a senior class? Jackson Waddell and all those kids? Yeah, yeah. And now, was it junior high they didn't lose a game? Is that what it was? Junior high, maybe freshman as well. Yeah, or something. I can't remember. And I mean, we were up doing a junior high or a freshman game, and I had parents wanting me to read this long dissertation about the undefeated seasons, and I'm thinking they're in the eighth grade. <laughs> right, right. I mean, you should be proud of them, but don't because what they're really doing is putting an expectation on these kids that isn't really fair. Winning a state championship is so hard, so hard. to do. <laughs> it's so, so hard, hard to do. <laughs> and we went through that stage where we won four, you know, in, in a span of what, 11, 12 years. Yeah. That's why you got to enjoy those moments because it took us decades upon decades yeah. to even get to one state title. And, just, and let me just remind everybody, the, the kids that made up those great teams, I don't think any of them ever went undefeated in junior high. You know, sometimes you I mean, know, I mean, you know, and my point being is that, you know, we, <laughs> the best football player I played with in junior high, was an absolute stud, and he quit playing sports his freshman year because he just wanted to make money. Right. You know, the second best player I played with in junior high was an absolute stud because he was about forty pounds bigger than everybody else, and he had a beard when right. we were in the eighth grade. He was done. He didn't grow an inch or put on a pound the rest of his life. So when I say these things, listen, I, I hope everybody knows how much I love Blue Jay sports. I want them to win every game. I'm just saying, let's just let's just calm down a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's and it's okay to be excited. Oh, be excited Absolutely. and celebrate, but I don't mind any of that. But it's the the expectations. Oh, and already criticizing the the professional coaches. Yeah, the guys who actually get paid money to do it. The guys who have won state titles, you know, you know, we forget in high school sports, it really is about the kids. Absolutely. You got to have, if you want to win a state title in 5A, you better have at least two, maybe three cats that can flat go get it to even have a shot at winning a state title. Mm-hmm. You, you're not going to win a state title with a bunch of average high school football players. It's not going to happen. They can be great kids. They can play their hearts out. You can have the greatest coaches in the world. But if but if you're playing with kids that are running five flat forties that weigh a buck sixty, and the kids you're playing against are running four five forties that are weighing two oh five, you're not gonna win. <laughs> I mean it's it, it is that simple. Yeah. So again, I, I don't want anybody to misinterpret this. I hope these kids never lose a game. I hope they I hope they're a part of four straight t- straight t- state titles in high school. But if they're not. But if they're not, everybody should be okay with that. <laughs> and it doesn't have to be somebody's fault. Correct. I mean, it's Sometimes know, the other teams are just they're trying to win too. They're trying to win too. Yeah, Last yeah. time I checked, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they're trying to win. Too. And Carl Albert has a little bit of a bigger area yeah, to a choose bigger from. Bigger area, a few more athletes, few yeah, more, yeah. few more right now. But saying all that, congratulations to that group Absolutely. Of boys. That's awesome. And to their coaches, great job. Uh, we know their head coach very well. Yeah. Good man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we know a lot of the kids on that team are all good, great kids. Just, it's just like my, my little basketball team. They're pretty good. I mean, yeah. you know, they, they haven't lost a game this year, yeah, but yeah. if we go up against the best kids in the, in the Carl Albert school district or Middale school district, well, you know, probably not going to win. Probably not. I'm, no. Hopefully we do, but, but you could, but could, but, but that does, it's not a guarantee. And I right. think what I, I mean, literally, 
you gotta give me a couple more seconds on this because I just, it was just, this has really been kind of big on my mind, but you go back and you read some of these comments that people are making about, you know, the youth, this youth group of these kids. And it just is mind boggling to me. Some of the comments adults are making. So that's the stuff that, yeah, that causes me concern. I mean, first of all, we, first of all, you, if you're a parent of one of these kids and you're already sour mouth talking the coaching staff at the high school and your kids in the sixth grade, well, yeah. in my opinion, you, you know, you're, you're, there's a village without its idiots somewhere out there because you're, you're truly setting your kids up to not have a good high school experience. Just, you're just setting them up. I mean, it's just, I, it's sad. It's very sad. You can have your opinion about coaches. You've done all that. Sure. But use your brain a little bit. If your yeah. kid's an athlete, you probably don't, that's probably not what you want, want to lead with. Be proud. Be get, proud. Get ready for seventh grade football. Get ready for seventh grade football. Yeah, there you go. Big difference between seventh grade football and playing for a state title. Yeah, you still got a few years to worry about that. So, uh, speaking on youth sports real quick, I'll pull this comment up. Okay, we still can pull comments up for our video audience here, but, uh, Mike Baird, talking sports, there's grants available for Little League to field renovations through Major League Baseball. Also, a shout out to Stewart Sports for teaching youth Bible and baseball. Thank you for that, uh, uh that comment there. Uh, Mike, and uh, I, I bring that up because I um, there is a city council meeting tonight, and there's going to be a little brief update on State of the unions tonight too. Oh, that's right, that's yeah. right. Um, we get to we'll get to some of that here in a little bit with the state of the union, also yep. the state of the state address was yesterday. Yep. But uh, one final thought here on youth sports: uh, they got through city council's meeting tonight, and there's going to be a brief update on the little league fields. Um, I saw some renderings. Uh, we're going to be getting together as far as the committees together, looking at sport, uh, some facilities. And I, we're looking at baseball and softball fields now. Uh, the city owns the area out there, or Owens, Owens Fields, Owens Fields yeah. uh, out behind the hospital. Uh, there's a lot more acres out there than a lot of people have. People have been about. bringing that up for a while. I know there was a there was a segment that didn't want to do it, but that's always kind of been, from a financial perspective, the most logical place. Yeah, so um, if you want to get a little update on that, uh, be sure to tune into the uh, city council meeting. There's a workshop at 6, and yeah. the meeting's at 7 o'clock. But that, that'll be – I saw some drawings on there. And, and I – when I and I'm I'm the chairman of that youth sports committee complex, whatever we're trying to do there, and that was that wasn't your first choice out there, was it? It, it was. It was your first choice. It was my first choice because it was the it was the the quickest answer out there to get something going because there's the, the city owns the land, so that cuts costs there. Yeah. There's already water out there. There's already electric out okay. there. There's already sewer out there. And that was my first one because I thought that could happen the fastest. Right, right, right. I, I was looking, I was looking, Let's which is not done. the right, right way to look at it because you want, the, you know, the best. And then, I, you know, I started hearing about the behind the vision, oh, straight yeah. behind talking about, oh, that sounds pretty cool. I like that. Cool. Out yeah. there by the high, oh, that sounds pretty yeah. cool. And then you start putting price tags on stuff and it's a little bit, and there's still millions pro- of dollars. Yeah. Right. There's still, and there's still price tags on this other stuff sure. here, but, um, it's still very preliminary right now, but I saw some renderings on there. I'm sure they'll have them tonight at the council meeting. So uh, I know a lot of people ask about that youth sports. It's not going away. Uh, we're going to continue to talk about it. And likely, uh, like it has for the last 30, 40 years, I hope that's not the case. But uh, we got a, a good city manager, Leroy Alsup, that won't let that go away. we got a grant coming up that we're going to be applying for. And so um, hopefully we can get some things moving out there, but um, we'll see. Right now the idea is maybe right now at Owens Field and – 
Maybe there's some sense. city, there's some property across Highway 33 over by uh, Guthrie Public Works Authority, the uh, not the authority, uh, uh, the city's the water. No, I'm drawing a blank on what that place, is. but some city, some city okay. land too that could be a possibility. So uh, tune in for that. At the so, end of the day, we need better facilities in town. Absolutely, or any facilities. Okay, just uh, before we get into our next topic, a reminder, if you're watching this on Guthrie or listening to this now on Guthrie News Page Facebook Live, be sure to go to YouTube, youtube.com backslash Guthrie News Page. Subscribe there. We're going to be doing a lot more stuff over there, not just this type of podcast, but uh, all of our sporting events are going to be over there. All of our trying to move all the parades over there, all that good stuff. It's going to be a lot uh, easier process to watch that on uh, YouTube here coming in the days. Um, real quickly, want to address this one. Uh, Vicki Wanzer brings this up. Thank you, Vicki. Uh, she says, uh, prayers for more Oklahoma. Just a tragic situation yesterday uh, with a more high school senior uh, losing her life. She was a member of the cross-country team. They were running, and um, some person, I don't know, I don't think the reports have come back, but um, the gentleman whose suspected. Son, the gentleman whose son died the day before year old. in a car crash. It sounds like he was drunk, driving, and has killed this young lady and injured these other kids. And, too critical, yeah. too stable, yeah. one discharged. Just to go with the fatality. Horribly sad yeah. all the way around. It really is. And horribly sad. There's there's no there's nothing you're like, what you know, there's still some stuff out there that you don't know about you just Well, I could promise you I'm not gonna sit here because but the grace of God go I. Right, right. I mean, when when our son died, I, right? And, I, and listen, not proud of this. Uh, that could just have easily have been me. Yeah, I, I and I and I'm not making yep. excuses either. It's horrible. Yeah, but I can also understand uh, how he ended up the way he did. Yeah, it's um, so, yeah, it, it's tough. Terrible so, situation. There's a lot of stuff we don't know anything about, or more, we'll know more. I'm sure coming, but um, yeah, just a, a terrible deal there. So, yeah. um. Uh, Ryan Cotting across from ODOT, 80 acres. Um, I think he's still talking about the sports deal. Before we get to the next topic, yeah, that was out there. Uh, I think the city's looking to make that into an industrial uh, area out there. So you got to spend a million bucks to just get the utilities out there. Then you got to bring somebody in who wants to go there. So that's uh, that's what, that 80 acres has been there for a long, long, long time. Okie dokie. Again, coming up here in a matter of moments, we'll have music trivia with Phil. Oh, and boy. When, and when he gets one right, well, oh, I'm going to run the table. Maybe not. Yeah. So. I feel like I'm being set up on the music table thing. No, no. It's. it's. Hey, right. real quick. Has yes. The, have the. Have the, has the caucus got any results yet in Iowa? Oh, and Iowa's still still waiting. Still waiting. Uh, May but, but everybody's claiming victory. Sure. So that's awesome. <laughs> Even when we do get the win. Uh, Alleged winner. They're all going to claim uh, there's something went wrong and so funny. All that good stuff. So. so funny. Okay. Well, another big thing, Phil. Uh, we'll go go ahead and stay on that kind of deal. State of the state. Governor Kevin Stitt had yep. his state of the state. The second half of the 57th legislature is legislation. Legisl, um, legislation. Legislation. Legis, yes, legislature is going on. <laughs> it's easy for you. To say. Easy for me to say. And so. Um, I saw this little thing floating on social media yesterday oh, about the uh, private schools, private schools, and the yeah. public schools. Yeah. Um, um, did I delete that already? 
It was, yeah, deleted already. The well, Oklahoma, Karen Ann. The Oklahoma pastors. Karen Ann reached directly out to our state representative. I saw that. Gary Mize, and uh, I've talked, spoke to Gary. Gary's also scared of Karen Ann. Um, <laughs> but this was a big day, July 6, 2019. Oh, you're looking at my photos. That was the day. Uh, July what? Spoken prayer requests were sent Oh, out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You started a little social media frenzy. <laughs> still one of the, that backfired a little bit on you. Well, I mean, it's back to the one of the four I'm scared of. You know, I think her quote was, Phil's an idiot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just so you know what, what we was talking about. We'll get we'll get back to the. Sorry. Yeah. Just, we'll get back to the state of the state here. I, saw the pitch I was last year. Sam and I went on our uh, first cruise ever. <laughs> And we were getting on the ship. I, I'm pretty we're, sure we were getting ready to walk onto the in ship. In my defense, I talked to you the night before, and I said, Chris, what time are you boarding? And you told me. Right. So it's your fault. <laughs> so go ahead. And so I'm getting ready to get on the ship, and my mom's calling me because it's starting to me text. I wasn't, I wasn't looking at my phone. It was going off and I didn't look at it because we were checking. That's the only it. part I regret. I should have reached out to your loved ones because <laughs> I felt pretty bad about that. <laughs> so we were going through the process. This is our first cruise. So we were just checking in or whatever it is. And you were a little nervous. Well, you were more nervous for us because you were, well, yeah, because you said, you know, what could, hap- the, you know what could happen? You know what could happen? Dogs? I mean, there's a lot of riding there. You were telling me all the stuff that could happen that could go wrong. Well, Half of them came true. A lot of moving parts out on a ship. <laughs> but anyway, you put on Facebook, yeah. unspoken prayers for Chris Evans. It <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> was one of my better moments, actually. <laughs> uh, Sam still hasn't forgotten I was getting, for that. What, Sam's friend from Arkansas reached out. Reached out. Yeah. Uh, I think that's the one she said. Phil's an idiot. Yeah, <laughs> there was. I had someone from out of state message. I can't remember who uh, it was, but uh, so Chris is trying to board the ship, and I got his phone blown up. It was beautiful. Played. I mean, was played perfectly to the T. Yeah, yeah. You got a lot of comments on that. It's what pals do? Unspoken prayers. Because <laughs> the running joke with Chris and I is, we love it when people say unspoken prayers. Yeah, <laughs> we get a little belly chuckle out of that. <laughs> so, okay, so here we go. State of the state yesterday, there was a, a thing: the Oklahoma pastors for kids and Governor Stitt's budget was going to call for twenty-five million to go to private schools and twelve million go to public schools. And it sounds like, what does that really mean? Does that mean taxpayers' money? Twenty-five million going straight to private schools? Well, I, where's that thirty-seven million coming from? Well, I don't know. Yeah. There's a lot of unknowns here. But it, it kind of a little bit of a frenzy, and I, I reached out to a couple of legislators. Well, you called me, and I'm clueless. Yeah, you were you were searching high and low. Yeah, I, I was like, what is? Yeah, I I, I, I messed you up in the head a little bit because I took you down some BS that I didn't even believe myself just to screw with you. <laughs> well, I. Yeah, there's a uh, those good stuff. A lot of a lot of moving parts. So, oh, yeah. so we'll see. Well, I you know, listen, it's it's all proposed at this point. Nothing's been absolutely. Done. Yeah, there's a lot of votes to go. There's a lot of votes that have to take place. So, they're just getting started. As or as I told Representative Mize yesterday when I saw him yesterday morning, came in. I said, "You have to fleece the taxpayers of Oklahoma because that's Gary and I's little thing." And 
And I think he was stretching. He was getting warmed up. That's all yesterday was, was the warm-up. Welcome back. Welcome back. That was the warm-up. One little, <laughs> one little thing on Facebook, and now you're, you're already fielding questions. I mean, you're already fielding questions all the time. Well, but. Karen Ed, though, boy, she, it didn't take her any time to get her taxpayers' money's worth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it sounds like Stitt wants to raise the cap from $5 million to $30 million. And uh, the program. Raise what? Uh, the 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 uh, the cap. What's that called? Oh, it's the uh, Oklahoma Equal Opportunity Education Scholarship to yeah. thirty million from yeah. five million to thirty million. Okay, to allow Oklahomans to be rewarded for investing their funds directly to our students and schools. Uh, the program, which sends potential tax dollars to private schools instead of state coffers, is opposed by many public school advocates because it channels funding away from public schools to private schools which do not have to comply with state accountability requirements and can deny enrollment to a student for any reason. Still Oklahoma kids go there. My, my, my deal is private schools charge for tuition uh-huh. and they're wanting to get all this extra money. Well, are they wanting what, to get it or I mean, what's, did they? I mean, have they lobbied the governor? Yeah, that, for this? I, I mean, that nobody knows. I have no idea. Yeah. Or is this just something the governor said? I think this makes sense. Five million to thirty million. That's, yeah, I, mean, I don't know. I don't know either. Yeah, I, I don't know. I that's what. That's why I was. That's why I was All calling I'm you. Is, was, is at the end of the day, still Oklahoma kids going to those private schools. Now I'm a public school guy. I mean, all my kids went to public school. I'm a public school guy, but I'm not as near as freaked out about the whole voucher system as a lot of people, but. I think a lot of people realize that because we we're, we have a management company that that manages a virtual charter public school. So obviously we're open to alternative ways of educating, or we wouldn't be involved in that. And I don't have it's and oh, I know what you're saying. Yeah, I have an easier yeah. easier feelings toward the, the sure, 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 virtual sure, charter sure, school sure, sure. because you're not charging tuition. Well, so let me ask you a question then: Should the public school kids? Should the parents of the kids that go to private school, should they have to pay ad valorem tax for the public schools if their kids aren't going there? Well, then that's a, that's a good question that goes back because and that's, forth. Because that's what friends of mine that go to private, have their kids go to private school, that's what they ask me. They go, well, if you, don't, if you want to keep the money separate, then why do I have to pay tax dollars for a school that my kids aren't going to? In my, in my uneducated thinking, just right off the top uh-huh. of my head, I have no idea because I always – I shouldn't say this school, but – Let's just say in Oklahoma City Public School. Mm-hmm. You know what? I'll just say just just for example, it's just make. What about that kid at U.S. Grant that can't afford that? So that that funding shouldn't go to. I'm just that kid. His only chance might be through school. But I guess he, he doesn't have a chance to go to private school. Okay, but but if he went to virtual charter, I mean, he, right, right. I, I guess get, my whole point, and listen, and again, I get that, and I get, and I'm not I, trying to all be. I'm the, saying, my I'm, point is, I'm not trying to sound like Bernie Sanders and give him a free. Right, right, I'm just, no, 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 no. Who's no, going to no. take care? Right, no. And I, my is, wife's a special ed teacher who has worked primarily with under, I mean, lower income family children her entire career. And you brought in kids into your house. Yeah. Though. So I mean, we're not. We're very much. Yeah, we we actually sure. live the reality of this every day or have for years. But my point is, is I think it's a valid point that the parents of kids that go to private school, I'm not talking about giving state funds to private schools for a second, okay? I'm saying I think it's a valid question of parents whose kids go to private school to ask the question, why do I have to pay ad valorem tax into schools if my kids aren't attending them? 
I think it's a valid point. Now you could say, well, everybody, it's not just the people that have kids that are paying in for ad valorem. I get that argument too. Right, I right, understand yeah. that you can have, I mean, I pay tax dollars into schools. I don't have any kids in the schools now. Right. Right. So I, I understand all that. I mean, I do, but I, I, I just think we need to be a little more fair with the, with the debate than what we are. And that's usually true with most things. I think public education in Oklahoma, in my opinion, and I did not know this, do you know that over half of our state budget goes to public education? Absolutely. Uh, in half. Fact, in fact, half. When you, and on top of that, the money's already allocated. The state legislature just deals with maybe 30%, yeah, 25%. But, but I mean, half yeah. of all the money to run all of the government entities goes to public education. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I obviously love teachers. I'm married to one. <laughs> right. But but the reality is, is that in what realm of reality, right, would we allow that in any other area? Would we allow half to go to transportation and be okay with that? Would we allow half to go? I mean, I don't think, I don't think over half should go to anything, any one thing. I think we've got to be smarter with how we're doing things. But when you start cutting when you start cutting the money, you're going to be starting cutting what? Oh, jobs. Yeah. I mean, and, I, and I'm not yeah. Listen, I'm not suggesting that's what no, you should I, do. I'm I know. Just saying, I'm just I'm just saying thinking it's out loud we're here. paying half, so when's it enough? Right? We're paying half of the budget. Go look at your ad valorem tax. And go look where all the money goes every year on your homeowners. It's not just your local school districts. Bunch of it goes to Votech if you're participating in that system. Fifteen mills. Fifteen mills. What does our county get, Chris? Uh, general government, I get ten mills, and then you start to get into the county health and. But to run our general government for the entire county of Logan County is fifteen is five mills less than what Votech gets, right? Yeah, yeah. And in Logan ten, County, there's how many people? Forty some thousand. Mm-hmm. And how many Logan County kids go to Votech? I guarantee it's not a thousand. No. And and listen, I love the Votech system, so I'm not. Much I'm just needed. saying we got to we got to use common sense in some of this stuff. It can't just be well. It feels good, or it, it's self serving for my own. You know, I. I mean, I, I I get a chuckle when, you know, when we get uh, folks in public school. Uh, brick and mortar public school that argue that we need more and more. You know, these administration. It all makes sense. Well. If you're an administrator, it probably does make sense. I mean, I you know, I mean, I'm talking about the yeah. the number of them. Oh, the number. Okay, I, I haven't I mean, heard much for more administration. Well, we sh- have you heard much about reducing administration where it actually I, I've, happens? I've, no, not where it. Ha- I've, right. heard, I've heard about it. Right, it doesn't happen. But <laughs> no, there's only a certain it. percentage that can be. Isn't there only a certain percentage? That- How many administrators do we have in Guthrie Public School System? Administrate central office administrators. We have four, right? We have Dr. Simpson, uh, uh, Doug Ogle, Superintendent Chapel, and, and, and Miss Walters. Miss Walters, four. Yeah. So we have four of them. I guess you could also add Angie as a fifth because she's director of special ed services. Correct. Correct. Um, now, to me, that's totally separate. Sure. But for a school district our size to have that much administration, I, and again, I'm not saying this is how I feel. I'm saying. This is what a lot of people talk about. Well, you break it down. Obviously, you have the superintendent. Right. And we're just do Guthrie, for example. Yeah, because that's where we live. It's where we live. 
Not that they're doing anything wrong. No, no, no. <laughs> but you have a super. Then, uh, like Miss Walters is in charge of the uh, uh, elementary, and all okay. and all the all that grants, all all that all that federal stuff too. Right. Ugh. Then you have uh, Superintendent Ogle, who's uh, junior high. Uh, Losing the track, there's secondary and um, elementary ed. Element, yeah. So Carmen would be elementary. Uh, Doug uh, would be secondary. Secondary, which is junior high and high school. Does he also still handle HR and personnel? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Director yeah. personnel. And then Miss Chapel. Uh, it's finance. It's right? finance. Yeah, that's yeah. the breakdown. Yeah, and I and I just want to be really clear. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not trying to pick on Guthrie. I just I think that's what a lot of people point at though when it's. You know when it's, uh, but with that you look said, at all the money that gets spent because the over half the money in the state budget that's not counting the ad valorem tax, that's just what comes out of that portion. Portion. Then there's the ad valorem tax on top of that. Okay, so I you bring that up. So let me go the other side of it. How much? Uh, like uh, we'll just use Epic because they're in the news every day. How much do those the management team? How much do those founders? How much money do they make a year? Oh, a ton. I mean, we're talking like one hundred forty thousand dollars, two hundred forty-three. Let's just say, I mean, first roughly, of all, the, the two guys at Epic are the two founders, the guys that control the management company, right? For the longest time, and I don't know if it's still this, but they were also getting paid as administrators, and then there okay. was management fees. You know, so there's, you know, there's, and and I've said from the jump, if when we decided to get into that business, myself and a couple other gentlemen in Guthrie, um, who not I, who, me, who well, people, not, people well, just assume if you do something, I'm, I'm yeah, involved. Vice versa, yeah, right. I'm, yeah, I'm and, not a, and, yeah, and I'm not going to name them because I think most people know who they are. But these are this is my opinion; it's not necessarily theirs. But um, you know, I, I'm not going to apologize for wanting to make a profit. I don't apologize for that. I hope we do make a profit. We pay our teachers more than standard brick and mortar teachers make. We, I mean, our retirement private the private retirement plan we've set up. You run it out over twenty years is significantly more than what a teacher would have in public school brick and mortar. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna apologize for wanting to to run a successful entity. You know, as long as the kids are getting a great education and it's helping those kids, I don't care about people making money that. We just talked about it. Superintendent schools at Guthrie makes how much a year? 140, 150. 140, 150. Then they have retirement, right? Correct. So they're not doing it for free, are they? No, absolutely not. So, no one should do it for free. That's but, my whole but, point. But the, I don't know how much they make. I have no idea. I'm talking about Epic. Oh, uh, millions. See, that's money. Millions. But they also have, but they also get millions. Correct. Correct. Hold on. Let me, and this is not even a fair comparison to Guthrie compared to Epic. I mean, because the amount of students is probably tripled. Uh, Well, they have like 10,000 Epic. 20 some thousand. Okay. So more. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Significantly more. So it's not, it's not a comparison. Significantly more. But I just, they shouldn't be building mansions. Okay. And my argument is, is why not? (laughs) Because that's more money that could be going toward the kids. So are the kids being deprived of anything? I hope not. Well, I mean, the proof's in the pudding. I mean, nobody's making them go to Epic. So, I mean, if they if they're cool, not no, if they're not no, getting no. educated, they'd leave, right? Right. Wouldn't wouldn't when you say most r- normal people, if something's not good, wouldn't they leave? Because the way I look at management team, because well, you know these management teams also have superintendents, they also have assistants. Absolutely. Super, you know, like so, in our situation, it happens to be retired administrators from Guthrie Public Schools. Correct. 
Um, and so if we're talking about lowering administration costs yep. to public schools, yep. maybe we should be lo- lowering the cost for And I'm not, I'm just using Epic because you that's one of the other because, big, of the, you know because of the they other. make, don't, don't they make millions like the, absolutely. I mean, no, absolutely. If we're talking about lowering a, a superintendents in public school, why not uh, lower the, the amount of money? You know, the big difference. Yeah. Yeah. People I'm, in management companies put up their own money to start the school. Right. Mike Simpson didn't put up a dollar to be superintendent of Guthrie. Well, it's been around for that's, yeah, but yeah. he did not put up a dollar, N- nor should he. I'm not, I'm not, this again, this isn't about Dr. Simpson, but my point is, is if you go out as a private group, I mean, it, it, what I don't like about what's going on with charter schools right now is they're getting absolutely crucified based on no facts whatsoever. It's all speculation. It's all what's and, and there's a Senator from Shawnee that's probably regretting his comments right now because in the middle of litigation and will be there for a while. You know, it's easy Sparks. to it's easy to accuse somebody of something with no proof. We see that every day in national politics. It's it's another thing when you got to deal with facts, right? And I think when there's a segment of people that are holier than thou about how they've always done education, the the reality is this, in my opinion, brick and mortar public schools do not want any competition from anybody ever in education. They don't want it. Yeah. I, yeah I, okay. Yeah. And I understand why. They're just protecting their world. I get that. Sure. Absolutely. I get that. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, human yeah, nature. Yeah, yeah. Private schools, you know, when people hear, well, there's potentially millions of dollars going to go to private schools. I understand why that would cause problems or why people would say, whoa, 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 whoa. I also understand when that private school parent goes, well, why do I have to pay for stuff at the public school? Right. I mean, there's more than just one side of this. Charter schools, you know this from us. We've always said we think it serves a very niche market of kids we think i agree there is i I think there's a group of kids that are well served our enrollment would prove that you know if you said i talk to our kids a lot of these kids are kiddos that for whatever reason brick and mortar public school wasn't a good fit doesn't mean that doesn't mean that it's not a great fit for the majority of kids Mm -hmm. because i believe it is brick and mortar public school but i also don't think that there should be this this hatred that is out there, no, that, you know, because somebody's trying to do it differently, and that's what cracks me up. I mean, it's you know, Guthrie, for example, started the Blue Jay Academy this year, which I think was a wonderful and Owasso. and yeah, yeah. or no Union. I hope Union, every I school does it. I wish they would have done it years ago. Guess what? If they would have reacted years ago, there wouldn't be an Epic right now. There wouldn't be an e virtual Charter Academy right now. Because when it was first set up, it was set up in a way for the local schools to control it. Right. And their way of controlling it was to act like they didn't want to have anything to do with it. So that's when the, that's when the decision-making got taken away from them. Mm-hmm. And now they have to live with competition. Now, there's 10 pieces of legislation going in this year. There's all kinds of stuff being tried, everything from reducing the amount of revenue that, that, that a virtual charter school can get. I mean, there's a bunch of stuff. So who knows where it's going to flush out. Me being a guy that's always been in the private sector, that's used to taking chances. Some have been great. Some have been horrible failures in my life. That's just that's okay. It's I'm, white, okay. It's I'm okay with that. That's yeah. business. It's going to happen. Uh, if if something happens in the legislative session and it doesn't make it to where we can afford to stay in business, then the virtual charter schools will go away. I, don't, I, I mean, I'm just saying that's what will happen. I don't care. I think it would be sad because I think the people that ultimately are going to lose are going to be the kids and the parents of those children because for some families 
a virtual education is an incredible option. Sure, absolutely. And so I just don't understand why we have to be so damn mad at each other about I, I it. Think, I, yeah, I, think, I think here's the deal, and, and, and I, 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 I'm all for the options because there's public schools works great for some, private schools works great for some. Sometimes private schools doesn't work, you know. Right. And they're 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 all they're all their options are great to yeah, have. Yeah. The I think the main thing is to have transparency yes, of all those because I agree. because of the money that the private schools some of it is not they don't have to account. Here's, you know, if you you know if you have a a friend that's a, an addict and you give them five thousand right. dollars, you want to know where your five thousand dollars is going to because it's you know you want to be held accountable. I mean. So that's, I can also make that's an the argument only thing though, I would, is, be, is be transparent. Correct. Now, I can make an argument if the government says that $25 million is supposed to go for this thing in the school, so then are we just not supposed to think that people that are reputable in all of the ways of doing business, all of a sudden we got to assume they're going to do something wrong? No. I mean, if, but, if, if an entity says, here's the money, go use it for this, why do we live under an assumption that everybody's going to do something wrong? Well, I mean, if you, I mean, you go back to the Logan County, or not, oh, excuse me, not Logan County, <laughs> no, no, County Commissioner scandal throughout yeah. the state of Oklahoma. Yeah, it's yeah. a good point. I mean, there's, I mean, there's yeah. that one one example, and that was horrible. Yeah. And so I'm kind of going worst case scenario yeah. there, but yeah. um, but that's but, but the, that is just like, being transparent about it. Yeah, so, so I can go in and say, Epic, what did your money spend? Okay, money on? you made five point eight million dollars management management. Yeah. Your superintendent made one point two million. Okay, yeah. Then well, then then you can have. Okay. Listen. Whether it's right or wrong, because you, you're not going to make everybody happy. You've so that, heard me. You've heard me say this. I think one of the dumbest things Epic ever did was say, "Well, we don't have to release it. It's a private management company." Right. Because the reason they don't want to release it is they're making bank. Yeah. I've said from the jump, "Hell, I'll release it. I don't care. You can come look at it. Doesn't and, matter to me." And that's what all people can. That, I mean, I, for me, that's all I, I would I want. I've never in my life apologized for making money. No, absolutely not. That's <laughs> so, why I'm, I'm not saying so, that. Yeah. No, but that's yeah, my whole right, point. I, mean, I don't. I don't have anything to hide because I'm not embarrassed if we're making money. Why should we be embarrassed? No, I, and that's I mean, why I'm saying the the money. You just you want to be transparent. That's all. yeah. Be transparent. I agree a thousand the, percent. If the government's giving you money, your tax dollars, you would absolutely. have to see where your tax dollars are going. One of the things that's up there to speak to this, I know it's. You and I didn't even talk about talking about this, no. but one of the things that I think is that I like, and we talked about this last night, is right now virtual uh, public schools in Oklahoma have a separate, if you will, state school board, right? They have a separate entity that runs them. And I think that's crazy. Why are we, as taxpayers, why would we pay for two different entities for a public school, whether it's virtual or not? So I'm I'm a person that's for going to one just let's do it with the state of Oklahoma. Now, they don't like us. So state, when, state Department of Education. Oh, no, nobody that's in brick and mortar public school likes virtual schools. Okay, that's a, that's a, they can they may tell you that's not true. Their actions tell you completely different. They do not like us. Okay, and I get it. I do. I get it. I think it. But but my point is is that I'm for though eliminating. I'm what I'm saying is put us with everybody else where they will absolutely ride our bottoms harder. Than any other schools, no, <laughs> because no, I think it's. I don't okay. say right, just be fair. Well, I would like them to, but their actions and their words are always two different things. I mean, you know, I mean, come on, let's let's if we're going to be real, let's keep it real. Yeah, I mean, there's there's uh, I mean, I've had administrators, not Doctor Simpson. I've had building principals, 
um, in Guthrie District. I've had building principals in Edmond District that I know. I've had building principals in other districts around Logan County that when they found out I was part of a school approached me like I was, like I hated children overnight and I was doing something horrible. And I mean, it's just laughable. These are the same people that when, when I'd write checks to make donations to the schools, thought I was a great guy. But it, but now, all of a sudden, I'm not a good guy. Oh, and you're still making those donations. I see them all the time. I to, do, to but, 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 but my point but, is, I, my point is, is that we don't have to be that way. You know, we, we shouldn't be angry at each other. I, I, and I, I could be my, and I don't know this. We, I, 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 yeah. I, I, first time I've ever heard that from you. My, my gut tells me is all, how many charter schools, virtual public charter schools are there in Oklahoma? There's, there's five, but. But two, there's actually four entities, but there's five schools because two of them are owned by the same entity. So okay, so there's four entities. Yeah, yeah. I think that one big entity that that Epic that everyone hears about. Yeah. I think they're just taking that frustration. Oh, I agree that, with that because the other three, if it's one, and I don't know yeah. OSBI. Uh, there's so many yeah. articles yeah. you don't know what to believe, and yeah. nothing's come across yeah. that has said they. Yeah. I don't know, but I think they're taking that. You know, you have one that might not be doing it right, and three that might be doing exactly what they're told. You know. Well, and so they take that frustration right. from there and they just yeah. hand it down. I, I would just, I would simply say this. It's like most things in life. If you don't really know, if you're not there, if you're not in it day to day, I mean, I can promise you we have independent audits at the virtual charter schools, just like the regular brick and mortar schools yep. do. Um, those, you know, it's not, nobody's just taking everybody's word for it. Um, I think I th- there's a lot of audits that go on every year. There's, I mean, so that all happens. Um, you know, I think when it all flushes out, you're going to see some changes and I think there probably should be some changes. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, it's kind of somewhat kind of new. So it's silly to think that it's silly to think that it's all being done exactly right. It's also silly to think that there's something evil about what's being done. Right. Right. I mean, let's just, just all, because just breathe a little bit. Yeah. You know, it would be a good first. That's step. what I'm saying. You, <laughs> you, you see headlines and you yeah. just assume that. Yeah. You know, yeah. it is. I don't know if it is true. I have no idea. It's just right. you know, right. nothing legally has come down. So correct. So I don't. I don't know. And so people. I anyway. So yeah, I just. It's, it's an know, interesting topic. The, the accountability is just. You Gotta know, have accountability. I agree. That's, a thousand that's percent. accountability and transparent. Yep. That's yep. The, the yep. only after that. If if Epic manager make guy mm-hmm. makes eight million dollars, like to me, that's a lot of money. But somebody, you know, if you will, if you, but let me ask you, this is a lot of money uh, when you're not making any of it and you put up a million of your own money. So if you put up a million of your own money, not knowing if you're going to get it back. And then over years you get paid back that plus a return. Isn't that what, isn't that kind of the basis of our whole country? Okay. So help me out. So they, they, they're putting money into the government and making interest off the government. No, I, no, no, no. The upfront, Real simple. When you first start a school, you basically have a year, year and a half, two years, where you have to fund everything. That all comes out of your pocket personal as a management company. So you invest that money. Right. Your personal money. Sure, you sure. No guarantee you're ever going to get a dime back. No guarantee you're even going to get approved. Right. So if you, if you risk your money to go do it, shouldn't you have the potential to be rewarded for taking that risk if you're providing a good service? No, no, and I'm not saying no. I, no, I mean, that's, I that's what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah. So when people were saying, well, they make so much money, well, okay, they risked a lot of money. <laughs> so I mean, what's what's the big deal? I'm pretty sure our good friend, Mr. Chapel, nobody cares if he makes money. Private business. 
It's just he gets tax dollars. I'm thinking he gets he gets taxpayers' dollars. Medicare. What's the difference? It's tax dollars. I mean, do you yeah, see what I'm getting yeah, at? Yeah. I mean, it's not. I don't. I don't naturally think that Mr. Chapel and his organization are doing something wrong. I don't naturally think that they shouldn't be allowed to make money just because they're getting it from. T- I mean, that come on, that's silly. Yeah. I mean, it's just so. So every I mean, all the state government. I mean, like Kevin Stitt makes money off. Well, everybody off, makes so money. I, I'm, not, I'm just. Yeah. I mean, the super the highest paid superintendent schools in Guthrie, or excuse me, in in Oklahoma. At least I know a couple years ago. Was making over at a in Ponca City was making like three hundred thousand dollars a year. Yeah, I think it was maybe a little south, but like two eighty or something. Whatever, right? whatever. Right. Yeah, yeah. So come on, man. I mean, yeah. don't don't act all right, there. right. And, and, I mean, you know, everybody wants to make money, and they should. There's not a. I mean, do most people get into administration because they've woke up one day and say, you know, I'd rather go deal with paperwork than teach kids. Most people get into administration because they want to lead. They want to make more money and there's nothing wrong with that nope. that's okay yeah yeah i mean i mean it's you know you go you get an advanced degree some of them keep going to get a doctorate they should make more money yeah there's yeah. nothing wrong with that we got to quit acting like there's something wrong with public educators making money i mean just quit acting like there's something wrong with it it's okay it's okay yeah i'll we'll be all right good discussion phil no like word that. on iowa yet huh uh, no word on Iowa. Very worried uh, about that. The weather uh, is coming in. We're all going to be sh- oh, no. not going to schools. Eggs whether milk, it's- oh oh no, public schools or the uh, the brick and mortar schools might not be in school. But are they going to send money tra- back? If they're not educated. <laughs> virtual charter will have schools. Well, heck yeah. yeah. Okay. Dial in, baby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Um, I think we've hit everything that we wanted to hit today. Did Phil. we? I think so. Unless there's something else that I'm not thinking of which well let me well. see here let me see what do we do what do you got about? we still got to get the music trivia but oh, well, but, let's do that but if you quick. have something i know i just i think we covered we covered the uh youth sports talk super bowl a little bit oh halftime uh, show yeah mark Bruni says blame the casinos i think he's going back to uh some some of the funding i think oh blame the casinos <laughs> blame the casinos listen you got to blame somebody right well sure I mean, sure it couldn't just be that well, you know. And Kevin Stitt, his kids don't go to public school. They go to private school. Then you're private little, school. Then kids. you're looking to go from five million to thirty million. Oh, he's trying to funnel money. That's I mean, what this is all about. I mean, it just. I mean, come on. <laughs> I mean, you know, he's going after the tribes. He's going after. He hey, now tribes. listen. Listen. He's either going to be the most unbelievably celebrated governor in the history of the United States for taking on the tribes and quote unquote winning, right? Or he's just going to die on a, on a vine. Out there in the middle of nowhere. He's on an island. Oh, he's on an island. On buddy. an island. <laughs> yeah. All right. Now, is it $12 billion the tribes generate in gross revenue? Uh, $12 billion? Billion is what I've been told. Uh, and the state gets how much of the $12 billion? I would say $140. $140 million. I mean, let's give the state a cool billion. Let's all go home happy. Everybody goes home happy. I mean, what's wrong with that? Or the state could just open it up. Bring in bring the big competition dogs. in, and we'll see how y'all feel about that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, see, to me, I think that's... What, I mean, I don't know if the contract allows that. I think that's what the the whole debate is about. That's what's in court right now but, is yeah. about the contract. Yeah, but I but I'm telling you, I mean, to me, just allow competition. Competition's a beautiful thing. I mean, we I mean, we can carry our our weapons anywhere we want. I mean, well, state state of Oklahoma, anywhere. Well, not anywhere, right? Right. I mean, I don't know why we, we can't take them in city hall or courthouse. County. Yeah, 
I understand the courthouse, the courtroom, but I mean, you know, come on, man. Yeah, I either got a right or I a don't. A lot of things have changed. I'm mean, at six point beer. I mean, Oklahoma's changed. So bring oh, in, boy. bring in uh, uh, the bring weed. In, we got the weed. Oh, the medical. Yeah, <laughs> everybody, everybody, everybody's got a medical card. These Absolutely. Days. I, now, I told you about me going down to get a medical card, right? No, I tell you this. Oh, good. I had, no, no, no. Had no intention of doing it. I wanted to see how hard it was. So I thought it's worth sixty nine or eighty nine bucks, whatever, to go down and do the process. Right. Right. I kid you not. I walk in, and this is some clinic. And I'm doing the the bunny ears, the bunny ears right now in some strip mall, which was the closest one I could find. And the guy, the guy walk out in the white. Oh the white yeah, robe. yeah, had a, had a white robe. Yeah, he go, Mr. Nichols, and I get up and I walk about ten feet, and I get in and I go. Well, I can tell by your limp that you need a card. Uh-oh. And he started doing Uh-oh. the paperwork. <laughs> and that's all there was to it. That explains the line. We've already got recreational marijuana kids. All you got to do is go get a card. It's not very hard. And uh, <laughs> it, I don't think it's going to make it in November on this ballot, but yeah. it, you know, recreational is coming. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah no, I, mean, the vote, I don't, hey, know, I don't I, know if it'll pass or not, but as I tell, I've, we'll be voting on oh, it yeah. here. I've told you several times in the last few months, I'm glad I'm a 53-year-old man. I'd, I'd hate to see our country 40 years from now. Yeah. I really, I really, it scares the day. Yeah, out of it really me. is. It really does. So we shall see. All right. Uh, music trivia. No, not this music. Country not, not that. That's, I mean, does, that's different music trivia. Sam aware that you have a crush on Tracy Lawrence? I don't have a crush. He just, a little bit. You does, got a little bit of a crush. He does a good job. Um, a little bit of a crush. February 22nd, 18 days away from the... Uh, Concert in Enid. Yeah, it is. All right, Philip. Yes, sir. Music trivia. I'm in. All right, you're in. Uh, again, uh, if you if you get it right, you'll hear this. Yep. And when you're wrong, you'll hear this. Why can't I get like applause if I get it right? <laughs> That's laughter. Oh. There you go. That's what I'm talking about. Okay. All right. Let me pull my comments because uh, people in our listening audience. Viewing audience, yeah. uh, again, again. Uh, before we get to music trivia, one more thing about uh, what's going on here. I'm going to pull up the comments here one second here. Hit view. There it is. Perfect. Okay. Um, again, if you're watching this on Guthrie News page Facebook Live, our camera froze up because it does not like the USB extended cable. It does not like that. So it froze up. It also froze up on our live feed on YouTube. But if you're watching on Guthrie News Page Facebook Live, please go over to youtube.com backslash Guthrie News Page and uh, like that page over there. Uh, I think we've had 40 new subscribers in the past week. We're at 1,700, 1,700 oh subscribers. So oh I'm trying to get to 2,000. We'll get there shortly. It's kind of embarrassing, but... Um, Why is it embarrassing? Well, it's... Feel like you're selling your soul to get to two thousand? What are you doing? Well, a little bit. Yeah, I, know, I understand. I mean, we're almost at eighteen thousand on Facebook. Oh, see this two thousands embarrassing. It's, it really is. All you got to do is offer. Listen, offer everybody. Um, do it. You offer. better be careful what you're going to say. Be careful. <laughs> All right, Phil. Here we go. The first question of music trivia. This has got some eighties, nineties, current seventies. Back in your idea. Okay, here we go. Wow, we've been on an hour and a half on our podcast so far. We're going to break some of this up. Okay, here we go. Who was the lead singer of the 1980s pop group Culture Club? Oh. I mean, are we going to get serious? I mean, or what are we doing? Well, you're trying to win, right? What's Boy George? Everybody knows that. Final answer? Of course. Jeez. 
Musical genius, boy George. Whose 2013 world tour was called The Miss Carter Show? The Miss Carter Show? Yes, Miss Carter Show. Miss Carter. Well, see, this is where I'm I'm at a big disadvantage. 2013 world tour. World tour. The Carter? Miss Carter Show. Uh, See, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm one. I'm one and one. Well, you gotta get a guess. Deanne Carter. I know. I saw her in concert too. I know you did. Strawberry. Oh wine. boy, there we go. I really see my yeah. legs for this. Uh, the answer we're looking for, Phil, is a Beyonce. Beyonce Carter. J C Carter. Beyonce. Is she her last name Carter? Well, I don't know if it's legally or not, but just for the record, I Miss Carter. Miss Carter. I won't be supporting anything in Beyonce's. Oh boy. <laughs> You know, neither here there. But I'm, she's well rested. She always sits. So it, oh, I, okay. I see what you did there. You yeah. Set at Super Bowl. Okay. Okay, Phil. Yeah. Which type of wood did the Beatles sing about? Which type of wood? Wood. W O O D. What type of wood? The Beatles. You hate the Beatles uh, too. Very overrated. <laughs> see, they are. We almost get in a fist fight every time you say that. What oh, type of wood? Wood. This is something I mean, obvious. people have college courses over the Beatles. They had a couple I, I, good songs. I, like, Hold Walnut, Your Hand, Birthday. That was good. That was good. I don't know. Uh, what is it, Phil? Well, I'm going with Walnut. And Norwegian Wood. Is Norwegian. We, we were looking for Norwegian Wood. For Norwegian. And I'm sure some Beatle know-it-all is now cussing at that because who doesn't know about Norwegian Wood? Well, evidently two of us. Oh, my goodness. Okay, Phil. Can we get something more in the country and western genre? Or 70s rock? Uh, oh, 70s is coming. Oh, and you'll ace that one. Okay. That's the next question, though. Okay. I, I don't know if I can pronounce his last name. Uh, Who well. composed oh, <laughs> The Four Seasons? Okay, I actually think I know this. I don't think it was Commodores. Oh, I think I actually. Oh, <laughs> Who composed The Four Seasons? I, I'm drawing a complete blank. Antonio. Oh, yeah. Never had that. <laughs> oh, okay. I was about to say, if you know this. No, no, Antonio. Vi- yeah, never had that. Vivaldi. No, no. Never had that. Vivaldi. Yeah, nowhere there. All right. Nowhere All right, Phil. I, 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 like, I like your chances on this one. Okay. Who had a hit in the 1970s uh-huh. with several of them? His song, Piano Man. Elton John. Oh, I'm sorry. Josh, Billy Joel. My bad. I wasn't paying attention. Billy Joel. Sorry. Rocket Man. I was thinking Rocket Man. Yeah, because you, John... you went to the movie to watch that. Oh, boy. That, that yeah. Yeah, you went to the movies to watch that. With my John. son. And you were surprised at what you saw. On well, that. I mean, I, listen. First of all, very good movie. It really was a good movie. It was just a little, a little aggressive for my taste. Okay. <sighs> Again, I, back to that Beyonce. I, I thought they were going to... A church show, I guess. Which pop singer's real name is Robin Fitney? Robin Thick? Fitney. F E N T Y. Fenty. Fenty. I'm going Fenty. No idea. Yeah, no idea. Rihanna. Well, we're looking for Rihanna. Okay, we got to do a different thing. Hold on, Phil. Uh, we're, we're, back, we're going back to the 80s. Why do I go? Well, you always do stuff where I lose. I don't like this. Here we go. What American singer died of a result of anorexia in 1983? Karen Carpenter. Age 32. Karen Carpenter. 
think I knew that. <laughs> That was pretty and you were quick on that one, well, too. Well, I remember done. tragedy, Chris. Oh, boy. Uh, by the way, 61 years ago yesterday, February 3rd. Uh, the Big Bopper. Uh, yeah. yeah. Chantilly, uh, Lace, Ricky, Pretty Ricky Valley. La Bamba. Buddy Holly. La Bamba. One of the best movies ever made. Where in Iowa did they crash? Des Moines? Clear Lake. Clear Lake. Dang. Who was supposed to be on that plane but gave up a seat? Um, Waylon Jennings. Was it really? Yep. I don't remember that in the movie. Yeah. Well, they don't. You know, movies sometimes take liberty with the truth, Chris. I like uh, every time Labama's on. I have to watch it every single time. Oh, That's boy. an awesome movie. Okay, Phil. Mm-hmm. Oh, nineteen sixty-nine. Oh. Okay, good year. Oh, another Beatle deal. Here we go. What, you know, there were other bands other than the Beatles. Joe Jeez. Cocker. Oh boy, had a nineteen sixty-nine hit with his cover of which Beatles song? I, I don't know. With a little help from my, my friends. friends. You know that song? Yeah, I didn't know that one. I'm... See, this is what happens when I lose interest in doing something. Whose nickname came from the term Satchel Mouth? From what? Satchel, S-A-T-C-H-E-L. Satchel Mouth. No idea. Louis Armstrong. Oh, okay. Well, you got you really have to hit the... Which British the 1980s pop group took their name from a mad scientist in the movie Barbabella? Oh, you're going to know this group. Say it again. Which British yeah. 1980s pop group took their name from a mad scientist in the movie Barbabella? Oh, I should know this. British group. Yeah, I know. 1980s. Back when you got... Didn't get caught. British group could be Europe, could be White Snake, could be White Snake's British. Yep. Oh wow. Lead singer was anyway. Oh. Um. I give up. Uh, Duran Duran. Why would I know that? That's not even rock and roll. How is American singer Michael Michael Lee Ade better known as uh, Meatloaf? Me- oh, Meatloaf. Okay. Big fan of Meatloaf. Chris, I think this has ran its course. How many strings oh. does a violin have? Still going. Four. <laughs> How'd you know that? I guessed. Wow, that's a good job. <laughs> I completely guessed. Which country singer wrote Patsy Cline's hit Crazy? Uh, that'd be... Uh, crazy. Um, crazy what was that? for feeling. What um, was that? I don't know. Uh, I mean, I can, I can effort that. Well, it wasn't uh, Loretta Lynn, was it? Let's go with Loretta Lynn. At 1961, would have been crazy, and that song was written by Willie Nelson. Willie Nelson, okay. I did know that, actually. Which Rolling Stones guitarist was found dead in a swimming pool in 1969? Well, there's been so many of them. Um, I don't remember his name. Uh, Brian Jones. Who rose to fame with the hit song, I Kissed the Girl? Uh, out, of, <laughs> out of principle, I'm not answering this question. I'm going to give you the initials, KP. Katy Perry. Well, What's wrong with Katy Perry? A communist. Is that on the internet? Well, I don't know. That's what I think. All right. We're going with that. I knew you'd know that one. Michael Stipe was the lead singer for which rock group? Oh, I know that one, too. Um, uh, oh, uh, is it Creed? Is it Creed? Oh, no. Wait, don't tell me. Don't tell me. I do know this. Oh, I can't think. Go ahead. 
That's me in the corner. Oh. That's me in the spotlight. Okay, I'm, I'm over this. Religion. I haven't sucked this bad at anything since the sixth grade. Rem. R-E-M. R-E-M. Hey, remember that picture I sent to you? Yeah, I do. <laughs> I had my picture taken with R-E-M. R-E-M, that's me in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> that's good stuff. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. All right. I don't know how to say any of those words, so we're skipping that one. Okay, Phil. The hit singles Woman in Love by Barbara Streisand, Chain Reaction, Diana Ross, Islands in the Stream, Kenny Rogers and Dolly Parton, and Heartbreaker, Dionne Warwick, were all written by which pop group? Pop group? Yes. I'm going to go with the Bee Gees. Boom! Mm -hmm. I I have have like moments of brilliance. There's very, very, very few and far between. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. Which pop star played 27 different instruments on their debut album for you? Prince. Like I said, I have moments. Good. Who was the first country artist to sell over 10 million copies of an album? 10 Garth, million. Garth Brooks. I got friends. I'm a little bit on a roll right now. Can yes, we stop now? What was the name of the first lead singer of ACDC who died at 1980 uh, at the age of 33? Not Angus Angus Young. We got four more coming up here. Who was it? Uh, Bon Scott. Bon Scott. Bon Scott's what we're looking for. All right. Who had a 1981 hit? I mean, this is high school days. I know. know, This this is is the heydays. This is wheelhouse. Yeah. Who had a 1981 hit with the song 9 to 5 from the film of the same name? Dolly Parton. The great Dolly Parton. Working nine to oh, five. Boy, she's what? A good Christian woman, yeah. Dolly Parton. Beautiful eyes. Yeah. Oh, boy, I don't think you can answer this one. Oh, no. You get one. Oh, okay. No, I think you can get two. Okay. Name the four members of the Monkees. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get zero. Zero? Yeah. I would have known one. Okay. Go ahead. So you're not going to get Mickey Dolenz? Well, not, I mean, now that you say it, I know it, and I can even picture his face because he kind of looked like a monkey, too. But I don't know. I just made that name up. I, I, it's not. No, really, that that really is one. No, it really is. Yeah, yeah it know, really is. Uh, Davy Jones. Oh, shoot. He's on uh, the Brady Bunch. Oh, yeah, when Peter was getting. Well, no, Marsha. I mean, it was a whole thing with Marsha. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. All right, uh, Michael Neesmith and Peter Tork were the other ones we were okay. looking for. Two final questions here, Philip. Thank God. Janis Joplin. Yes. Jimi Hendrix. Yeah. Jim Morrison. Uh, 27 years of age. And Kurt, Kurt Corbain were all, what age, when they died? <laughs> you need that tune in one note. That's pretty good. <laughs> I, I knew that one. Yeah. All right, final question. Yep. Oh, I hope you go out. No, I do too. I got to go out of Victor. The sack butt. What? S-A-C-K-D. This isn't even fair. The what? Sackbutt? Sack. It's S-A-C-K-B-U-T. Okay. Sackbutt? Sackabupa? I don't know. Go ahead. The sackbutt. Go ahead. Sackabute? I don't know. Was an early form of which musical instrument? Oh, the drums. The guitar? Clarinet. Trombone. Okay. Trombone. Whew. Oh, wait. Yeah. There's more questions. Oh, one, Chris, can we stop? No, one more, one more. One more. One uh, more. See if you can go out a winner. 
How is Robert Zimmerman better known? <laughs> oh, Phil. Robert Zimmerman? Yes. Lead singer Whitesnake. Who's Robert Zimmerman? Bob Dylan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Bob can't sing. Wow. All right, Phil. That was your music you trivia. One more? What, like a no. like a softball? Um, go out go out of Victor? Who That's will right. be in concert February twenty second? Oh, Tracy Lawrence. Perfect. Training orders lifted, so it should be okay. Yeah, strike center. Uh, with Justin Enid's? Moore. Is that Enid's? Enid. He sings there quite often. That's the first he? time, I think, that I know of. I thought you went up and saw him in Enid. No. I saw Lone Star. Oh, hold on. That's... That's big time. Well, he's big time. I saw Lone Star and saw you brown there. Okay. Lone Star was not too long. Not too bad. We love you, Texas. That was in Denton, Texas. So, But, um, all right. That's music trivia. We'll have some more trivia. Uh, Try to have some sort of a game where Phil can uh, win, try to win. Um, But uh, I think that's... uh, Did you know that Eric Biennemi was the offensive coordinator for the Kansas City Chiefs? Absolutely. His uh, nephew plays for the Oklahoma Sooner basketball team. I did not know that. I didn't know that because great tailback for the Colorado Buffaloes. Buffaloes, yep. And I think played in the NFL for four or five years. A little bit, yep, yep. Remember how short he was, like a bowling ball? That guy was a player. I didn't realize he was the OC there. That's awesome. I've lost track a lot of the NFL last few years. Yeah. I don't know as much. Hey, they're not kneeling anymore. Are they not? No. Okay. Well, when the league... Oh, we moved on to the league now. Well, no, it was always about the league. Always the league, right? No, it really was. I mean, when the league tells... Certain organizations that can't run commercials because they're too controversial and they talk about standing, not kneeling, I got a little bit of a problem with that. So until they get over that, and I'll keep protesting the only way I can, which is with my pocketbook. Your pocketbook? Yeah. I don't spend any money on the NFL. Don't buy any of their products. Same thing with Nike. I don't. I don't. Oh, no. When you tuned in, you help them. Oh. How they know I'm watching? Uh, well, Christopher, you went to broadcast school. You know how that works. Government's everywhere. It's everywhere. All right. This uh, this music brings us in and brings us out. You like the new microphone? Or not new, but it's not as good as the one I just bought. But it's nice. I uh, I uh, had to wear headphones because you didn't talk to the microphone last time. You I, got yeah. And I monitored you today and did a good job. I had a lot going on. Absolutely. Hey, that's episode four. Well, four yeah. already in the books. We got to do more of these. Yeah, absolutely. Maybe not an hour and a half. Well, now we can cut those down, yeah. those segments that we have. We can cut them down and make them individual. Oh, there you go. I like where you're at. Absolutely. Something to do this afternoon. Yeah, yeah. Very good. So, all right. All right. Episode four podcast. Again, uh, be sure to like us on all the social media platforms, especially over at youtube.com backslash Guthrie news page. This has been Open Mic Podcast with Chris Evans and Phil Nichols. We'll talk to you next time.